Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Christmas, the time to come home. Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to our annual Candlelight Christmas Eve celebration. For over 66 years, we have been celebrating Christmas Eve in our community, and every one of those years, we've welcomed you home to be with your Savior at the celebration of his birth. And for so many of us, that's exactly what Christmas is all about. How we rejoice when we get to see family and friends that we have not seen since last Christmas. And here with us singing the songs we all love to sing together. Our kids that have gone on to college and come back to us young men and women instead of the teenagers we watched go out the doors. What joys we have in seeing them at the dinner table again, praying with us again, and enjoying our community together. Whether we sneak down to the light-up festivals or go skating at the ice rinks, even if it's just for a few weeks, the homes are filled with activity, fellowship, and endless chatter over food and libations. Then there are the young couples that return to our community with young children of their own, babies needing to be baptized, families coming with them for that celebration, and formerly vacant homes in our community now inhabited once again with hope for the future of growing little economy. Then there are the new retired couples with snowbirds that return for the winter and new families with grown older children moving with them as well, making this their temporary and or permanent home in our brave new cities of the South. Welcome, welcome home. We missed you when you were not here. Welcome home again. Christmas is indeed the time to come home or make a home for yourself with us. And we're so glad you are here. Joseph and Mary came home for Jesus' birth because of the Roman census to be registered for tax purposes. Imagine, if you will, that you came home and nobody had any room for you. And even worse, no hotel accommodations were available either like trying to find a room in Daytona for the Daytona 500, the day of the event. Or even a motel room for the city hosting the Super Bowl the night before the game. Or a room near Times Square on New Year's Eve. Well, you get the point. Your best option will probably be a chilly garage or a tent in the woods. Either way, Poor planning on your part did not constitute an emergency on other people's behalf. So you can understand how it was a bit rough for Joseph and Mary, even though they were in the home of their birth. The Roman census was sort of the Super Bowl, New Year's Eve, and Daytona 500 for all the provinces of Rome, all wrapped up in one. The whole hospitality clause of the ancient Middle East was basically overwhelmed. And now, 
you know why there was no room for them at the inn. Either way, they were home, and Mary's son, the Savior of the world, would be born in Mary and Joseph's hometown. The very first Christmas was the time to come home as well. But it was not homecoming for our Savior, even though he was in his mother's home. Now, to be sure, he was in his father's creation and amongst his people, but heaven was truly his home. And he was there as a visitor who would not be staying in the flesh for long. He would not call Bethlehem his permanent home that he would come back to after going off to school and then come back annually for Hanukkah with his family. He would not find a wife and marry her and then use his skills as a carpenter to raise a family in his beloved city of his birth because real estate values were a steal and Bethlehem was a great family town with a tight community charm. He would not even get to the ripe old age of retirement when he could settle down as a beloved old bachelor and enjoy his family still around. No, he would not stay and call Bethlehem his home. Because it was never intended to be a place where he would stay. Rather, it would be the people living there, and all around the world, that he would live, and then die, to save. And because Jesus came to live and die to save us, he has created something all of us need even more than the joy we have with family in this Christmas season. He came to create a home we will never lose and never have to leave again. For Jesus died not only to save us from our sins and this world which shall pass, Jesus died to take us to his home where we all belonged all along. God always intended to have us home with him. He wanted us in the garden of delight, walking in perfect harmony with him, in the perfect creation he made, so we would be at home with him. But Adam and Eve, our very first mother and father, did not believe in the everlasting value of their first home provided for them. Simply put, they doubted God's word. Oh, how often our pride and self-reliance has taken us far from home. Whether it was that first time you were frustrated that mom and dad didn't see things your way and you packed up your Barbie doll or your roller skates in your haversack and started down the road, convinced you could make a home better for yourself at the ripe old age of four. But if you did not realize it immediately... You discovered that soon after that, making a home is not as easy as it looks from the less than inclined at all the particulars of living. This was the human condition of the first century. And every century before, that and every century after. We were given the perfect home. And we decided with the serpents encouraging that we could make a better one than God did. 
And we did it by making prisons, fortified cities, weapons forged from plowshares, and armies that could decimate entire countries, all in the name of a more perfect union without God. God was watching his children in the land where they formerly walked with him in perfect harmony and conceived of today's birthday of his flesh and blood son that would help bring our world to an end and make a new world never be destroyed by our selfish sin again. That baby in the manger became the man the world would never forget as the one who loved them so much he was willing to die for them. And because he died for them, he also took our sin with him and made sure it would never corrupt our spiritual homes again. And when he walked out of his tomb on the third day, alive, risen from the dead, he was just getting started on a home we would need together. He made us at home with our brothers and sisters on earth with a fabulous home to sustain us called church. This home where we come for the foretaste of the feast, we will have in another home that will never end. A home that he always wanted for us and a new home for all of us together with him. So, in this season of Christmas, welcome home as we await together our eternal home while we love one another in our temporary home because of Jesus who made the perfect home. Amen. Now may that peace which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen.